The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by Elite Body Sculpture. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha. First of all, I love body contouring, always have. I actually wanted to be a fashion designer. My parents nixed that idea. This was kind of like the next best thing for me was like designing bodies. When I finally learned liposuction, I was so excited. I had waited eight years of school and surgical training to get there. I remember looking at it and thinking, this is so awful and barbaric. I don't even know if I feel like morally right about doing this. It really made me feel like uneasy because I was like, there's gotta be a better way. The celebrity beauty secret no one wants to tell you about. The episode you guys have been waiting for. You've been DMing me about it. Dr. Rollins is on the Skinny Confidential Him and Her podcast, and we are talking all about Air Sculpt. I did Air Sculpt on my love handles. I did Air Sculpt on my arms and underneath my jawline and my chin. And it's like this body sculpting situation. And we're going to get into everything. He goes in detail. I'm not a doctor. He'll tell you about it. But I honestly had the best journey with them. And I'm so excited to finally talk with the doctor on air about it. Because you guys have had so many questions too, I'm actually going to do a solo episode by myself about the procedure that I had. So if you have specific questions that you want featured on that episode, let me know on my latest Instagram. Speaking of my latest Instagram, we're doing a giveaway. And that's at the end of this episode. AirSculpt is giving away three chin procedures. You're going to learn all about what AirSculpt is. You're going to learn all about Dr. Rollins. He's a cosmetic surgeon to the stars and the founder of Elite Body Sculpture. And we just go into like extreme detail here. Here's the thing that I've realized. I want to be as transparent as possible when it comes to talking about things like this. I think so many celebrities and influencers aren't being honest about what they've had done. And they're saying to a bunch of people that they haven't gotten anything done when they have. And so what happens is people start to assume things. Let me give you an example. People have assumed a lot of celebrities have liposuction. Well, what I'm learning is they have not had liposuction. They've had body contouring done. So a bunch of people will go and they'll find someone who does liposuction and they'll get that done. And it turns out that a lot of those lipo procedures make you look square. So you end up thinking and assuming that the celebrities have liposuction and they don't. And then you get it and then you're unhappy with the results. So this was a time for me to speak out on what I was actually doing and sort of pull the curtain off the Wizard of Oz and be like, a lot of people are not doing lipo. They're doing body contouring. And here's the journey of it. And not only here's my journey, here's the doctor to give you all the details. So that's what I did. I got the procedure done. I went straight to the source. And today we're going to hear from the doctor. Dr. Rollins, welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. I've never gotten so many DMs as I have about opening up about this procedure. I had 
thousands and thousands and thousands of DMs of people thanking me for opening up, of people interested. People were obsessed with the whole set of stories. It crushed it on my side. I don't That's know. It's amazing. It was yeah. wild. We had a huge response. People loved it. Person, are you good? It was great. I also think it's kind of, I think that it's, it seems like things are opening up more where people are getting a lot of like street cred for just telling people about what you did. I was reading about like the newest TikTok stars, a girl who goes, it was in the Wall Street Journal this morning, goes to University of Miami and she got like 4 million TikTok followers in like, I don't know, three weeks. Just uh, for talking about it. Well, she's like, yeah, like. I look really good. I had a boob job. This is how many CCs they are. Blah, 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 blah. They went under the muscle, whatever. And people are like, finally, like that transparency is really apparently like actually got her more followers because they're like, everyone's bullshitting. Everyone's had work done and no one talks about it. And the people who do like now they stand out. I'm going to leave that in the episode. Okay. I'm going to hop right in. I think that people are so sick of celebrities and influencers not being transparent about what they're getting done. I, I I think that you don't, if you get something done, you don't obviously have to share it, but then don't go on and say you haven't had anything done. That's where it's problematic. Or yeah. the worst is like, and we've talked to different people on this show is people think that it's a different procedure. Yeah. Right. And then That's they go true. like, you know, they go and get, you know, something like what you do. They go and That's say, happened oh, they with got, air sculpt a lot. Yeah. They go, oh, I need to get liposuction when somebody maybe had air sculpt. Right. And then all it's of a sudden like, it's a different thing. It's more like they had air sculpt and said they got some like super minimally invasive thing. Like that's like basically a McDonald's heat fry lamp that doesn't, you know, or some BS like, oh, I just micro needled it or something <laughs> like that. And like, obviously that's not what happened. Well, you told me something interesting. You said that what you do and you can we are going to get into everything you guys but essentially it's like body contouring and so when people go and they get lipo lipo can make you look very square and maybe you can speak more eloquently on it well first of all like for me lipo is a dirty word it's really old technology it's you know it's 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 not even really shouldn't even be part of the conversation anymore when it comes to body contouring what does body contouring mean it means getting rid of areas that bother you in your body, right? Uh, whether it's a fat pocket in your arms, under your chin, your banana roll, like any area of the body that you want to Photoshop, that's body contouring. Liposuction is so outdated and so invasive that I, I don't even, it's, it amazes me that we're still talking about it, but there's so many differences if you want to get into that. Like, obviously our patients are wide awake. There's no needle, no scalpel, no stitches. You can, you can, you know, you were wide awake. We had great conversations. We listened to a lot of music. It was fun. I right? might have abused the laughing gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get like just high enough where it's like a really fun time out. The important thing here is liposuction involves scraping flesh out of the body with a cheese grater on a stick. Oh my God. Okay, that is what liposuction is for real. Okay. There's no ambiguity there. It is a cheese grater on a stick. They put it in your body and they scrape out flesh. Do they get fat? Yes. Do they get muscle tissue? Yes. Do they hurt the attachment of your skin to underlying structures and thereby in many cases make your skin looser? Yes. Um, so how does it, how does that get approved as a procedure? Oh, well, it's been approved for it's, it's oh, I know it's forever. It's but. not even a technology. It's just like, you can, you know, surgically, you can put whatever you want in the body and do whatever you want. It's not like 
it's not technology, right? It's not it's not some device to get approved by the FDA. These are like regular surgical tools. I mean, the first liposuction case actually took place in the 70s. And before that, in Paris, I think in the 30s or the late 20s, the 1920s, a ballerina wanted to get ready for a part. And they used like surgical melon baller to take fat out of her outer thigh and she died. So that's the first body contouring case was a ballerina in Paris. I want you to go way back to when you pinpointed there was a problem in this industry and you wanted to disrupt it. Walk me through that. Well, first of all, I love body contouring, always have. It's pretty much the reason I went to medical school. It wasn't because I like like healthcare or sick people. I actually wanted to be a fashion designer. My parents nixed that idea. And so this was kind of like the next best thing for me was like designing bodies. So when I finally learned liposuction, I was so excited. Like I had waited my entire like eight years of school and surgical training to get there. And I was like, (laughs) I remember looking at it and thinking, this is so awful and barbaric. I don't even know if I feel like morally right about doing this. And I saw the patients after and they did not look better. They looked bumpier. They looked weird. They looked unhappy. And all the doctors that were doing it are like, oh, just wait like six more months. It'll just wear the garment more. And I'm like, I don't think that's going to do the trick. And I, it really made me feel like uneasy because I was like, there's got to be a better way. Anyway, I used the best technology that there was. And I was like, I just know we could do better because the skin is not getting tighter. The skin was getting looser. Right. So because there's nothing to get tight against at that point. Well, no, it's because like your skin is kind of Velcroed to the underlying structures. There's little threads and connections and you de-Velcro it. Oh, you're going and stripping it out. Yeah. And think about this. Like, let's say you have your wallet. So your wallet here, if you took all the cards and the cash out, it'd be a saggy wallet. Sure. Right. It's the same thing. You have a pocket, you empty the pocket. It's an empty, you know, it's an empty bag. So any body contouring that doesn't simultaneously tighten the skin to me is, is just not worth doing, right? Because you're just replacing one problem with another. Not acceptable. But the other thing is, it was super invasive. And you're sticking big instruments in people. And no one's sick. No one's sick. No one has a health problem. You should make it the easiest, most comfortable, fun, and easy to heal with fast result thing that you could possibly do. What and is the recovery for lipo? It depends what people say, but like most people say you don't get your result for six to 12 months. Most people suggest like two weeks off of work and then return to activity in like six months, six weeks to two months. Wow. You know, so you're, you're wearing the garment for a super long time. So you're out. You're, yeah. There's serious downtime. And then you have the risk of anesthesia, of course. So when did you decide and what did the process look like? Like, how did you even sort of wrap your head around this idea of air sculpt? It started as you were kind of turned off by lipo. How did it sort of move towards this? Well, I've always been an inventor. I've invented a bunch of things. So I kind of just, I loved making patients happy to erase a problem area like your chin, right? It was something that made you unhappy, right? Right. And that that brings me the most joy I can have professionally is fixing those things for people. The essential thing was I said, okay, what's everything wrong with this? I'm going to take every step of the way. I'm going to fix it. So for example, like no one likes to be awake and get stuck with a needle, 
right? No one likes no needles. No one likes needles. Right? So we have this, the jet injector, right? So this uses air pressure. You remember feeling it. You're like, oh, that doesn't feel like anything. It almost feels like a little, like a little snap of a rubber band. Yeah. But you're... I'll fire it in front of the microphone. Okay. That's it. It's air pressure spraying fluid under your skin. Can you with... do it on Michael's skin? Is it going to sting? Oh, Michael, you? come on! I did it five thousand well, times. I need to be numb right Do now, it right? on your skin. Just do one dot. Oh, what does it feel like? My God! Do, do not do be. Yeah, you, you, just you, put you, your hand down. Is it hurt? A little. It doesn't hurt. Oh, no, I don't feel anything. Yeah. See, there you go. Look at he got all nervous. Yeah. I did this well, for listen, two hours, bitch. Lauren, listen, okay? I'm... <laughs> okay. I, this is about you now. Okay, go on. Go on. So you 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 found that this was a problem and you changed the needle yeah. to this. I'll give you another example. No one wants to get cut with a scalpel, right? Does scalpel sound good to you? No. It's not needed. And then when you use a scalpel, you have to use stitches. Who wants stitches? When you have stitches, you have a Frankenstein scar, like a line with a bunch of dots. What I have instead is exactly a two millimeter hole. So this is a tiny hole punch, like a, a freckle sized cookie cutter. And what's awesome about it is even if you scar bad, you have a new freckle. So what? You don't need any stitches. Great. But the trick here that like no one really talks about is it allows the fluid that we put in to numb you to drain out really fast. And if it drains out, you're not swollen. That's one of the tricks to why you look so good so fast is this. Michael did pop a boner the next day. Like I literally awesome. took my, <laughs> my clothes off. Not my clothes off. I took like the, just to show the garment and he was like, you could see it right away. Yeah. Your waist probably looked amazing in 48 hours and you flew. And I flew. Yeah, we flew. I mean, it was wild. You you immediately noticed a difference. Well, what's crazy to me is, I mean, because we were talking back and forth the next day and we were like, oh, should I stay? Should we go? And, and she, I remember. We, we were back on a plane like literally the next day. No, I was walking the beach in the morning talking to you on FaceTime. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. So what else did you fix in this area? So here's the key part. The key part is the cheese grater on a stick. The scraping motion with a guy or a woman going like this, it's like, it's it's totally unconscionable. Like it's not a way to get the job done. So what I wanted was I wanted to use a much, much smaller instrument that was basically machine powered instead of human powered. It's like, would you rather have your coat sewn by a sewing machine or like a little old lady going like this with a needle and thread? Liposuction is like doing that with a needle and thread. I'm like, I have to invent the sewing machine. And I was brushing my teeth with a Crest spin brush, which I don't even know if they sell anymore, but it's like a battery powered electric toothbrush. Yeah. Then don't we have that learned? <laughs> or, or maybe a Panasonic? Or whatever, we got something like yeah. that. And I was like, wait a second. This is kind of like a regular toothbrush is kind of like liposuction and a electric toothbrush is what I need. And so that got me thinking like, how about a different motion instead of a back and forth motion, a back and forth spiral motion. So what we're doing with Airscope is we're drilling a tiny, tiny hole. And the key here is tiny. The less instrumentation, the smaller the instruments are, the less damage you do to underlying structures, the less bruising, the less bruising and swelling, the quicker the healing. And we're taking out fat cell by cell. We're not scraping anything out of the body. We're like drilling a hole in the fat. And I want everyone listening to understand kind of how body contouring works. It's really simple. It's an Oreo cookie. Okay. So all it is, is the skin is one layer of the Oreo cookie. The muscle is the bottom brown cookie and the fat is the creamy center. We're drilling right into the creamy center of the Oreo cookie like this. 
And then as it comes out, it's taking the sawdust out or little fragments of the, and that each hole in this is the size of exactly one fat cell. Every fat cell is about the size of a cookie crumb. Wow. Okay. So, so when you say you're, you're, this is how I see it. You're zapping the fat and tightening the skin and then removing it. Is that correct? Well, we're not zapping it. We're plucking each fat cell out like a berry off a bush. But the way we're tightening the skin is this is moving so fast, so many thousands of times per minute, that we're creating collagen by abrading the underside of your skin. We're actually making it hot with friction. Instead of, instead of like radio frequency or laser or plasma or whatever, okay, we're actually, what's cool about this, it's very elegant, is as we're removing the fat, we're heating up the underside of the skin in exactly the same vector. So any area that's treated exactly the same direction it's treated gets shrunk in that direction. How does one even go about bringing these tools to fruition? Like how, how do, you, do you call a manufacturer? Like how do you even go about telling him, oh, this, is, this needs to be this size? And like, how do you even know how to do it's that? It's a long and involved process. And, you know, there's a lot of patents and legal work and stuff like that. But we've now done almost 40,000 patients with wow. scope. So I'm really... I can't believe it, actually. Like when I started this, I thought I was just going to have an office in Beverly Hills and just do it better than everybody else. And then we got so busy that we really had to expand. And is there any cons? Because people are going to ask this. What Great. are, what are yeah. things that you've seen go wrong? You've done 40,000 cases. Well, if someone doesn't take care of themselves after, this is not a way, this isn't weight gain insurance. Right. This isn't. I'd say the biggest con is that it's so easy and so effective that I've seen some people get more healthy and are like, oh my God, I love my body. I love wearing a new size of jeans or whatever. I love how I look in pictures now. And they're more motivated. But there is a portion of the population that's like, great. I'm now going to eat dessert at every meal and I'm going to like just Netflix and chill for the rest of my life. And if I get fat again, I'm going back. Because they know that this exists. And so they're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, why put in the work if I could go do this? Yeah. I mean, I don't see it that often. But besides that, really, it's extremely safe. Remember, you're wide awake. We do everything possible to ensure it's as safe as possible. And we have an incredible safety record. I'm super proud to say that, you know. I will say what I've noticed with my own results is that when I did it and now I'm mixing, I'm doing weight training, the weight training with eating a lot of protein with the air sculpt, I noticed such great results. Like, Good. so I think that what people need to realize is it's not the whole, whole toolbox. No. It can be a hammer, but it's not the whole, you got to do it's a hammer <laughs> and a drill. Okay. A but, hammer and a drill. <laughs> but you still, Literally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You still have to, you got to play ball. Right. And this is permanent. So it, let's say I take, this is five pounds of fat, like, but made of rubber, but it's exactly five pounds. If I take that out of someone's tummy, it's never coming back. Why is that? Is it because you remove the cell? It's Yeah, we remove the cell. And after the age of 14, you don't make new fat cells. Okay, but here's my question. If it's never coming back and you get fat again, does it go in another area? Okay, that's a really important question. And I think this is a great venue to answer that question. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, I get asked that every single day of my life. So every single day of my life. So let's, let's answer it once and for all. Fat does not move. Fat does not know it's gone. Okay, it's in case it doesn't have legs. It doesn't leak somewhere else either. That's really simple. Wherever the fat cells are after the age of 14, they're there. 
If you lose weight, they shrink like raisins. If you gain weight, they swell like grapes. That's it. If we remove them from any area like your chin, never, ever, ever coming back. Now, let's say you gain 30% more than you weigh now. Well, other areas of your body are going to grow. There's no way against that, right? Like as, as long as you have fat cells, there's going to, it's not moving. It's just the rest of your body is growing normally the way that anyone gains weight. Okay. So if you get this done, you need to still be healthy. You need yeah. to still work out. You you don't want to use this as like a, right. a one and done. It's not. Yeah, exactly. But That's, let's, let's say that I was somebody that did this and I just did, I did my stomach, mm -hmm. but then I went and gained Wait, you're saying it won't come in the stomach, but it could potentially come into all the other areas. If you gain weight. If I well, gain weight. It would be evenly distributed through your body. Okay. And you know what's important, I think, for your listeners is uh, what is the anatomy of a problem area? What, what causes a problem area, right? Like, let's say your waist, okay? What causes that is certain areas of our body genetically, or no one's really even sure why, have more fat cells per square inch than others. Like some, those fat cells are really tightly packed. So of course, if you gain weight, it's going to be more noticeable there because there's more raisins to turn into grapes. And there's other areas like on a man, I've never seen a guy who wanted his arms done. Guys don't have arm fat. They just don't. That's the number one area I want it done. Yeah, well, it's, but you know, I what? love your arms already, by the I'm way. I'm obsessed with my yeah. arms, but here's the thing. I have always had very, very slim arms. And then I got pregnant and I noticed that it, it, they got like a hormonal kind of fat that yeah. I just never had. So that's why to me, the arms were really important. Very, very common arm fat, like with aging and or pregnancy is I'd say it's the second most common problem area. There is the first being waist and tummy. And when you did the arms, what was cool is you were almost able to get in the like bra fat and the arm fat and the, it's almost like back arm fat, like yeah. You got everything. Yeah. Well, you got to do what's called a cosmetic unit. Like, for example, if you do the arm and you don't do the armpit at the same time, if someone has armpit fat, well, it's not going to look congruent. It's not, it's not artistically right. You have to do the area, the, the, not only the area, but the attaching areas so it's natural looking. That's exactly what you did. I could feel like the armpit, like you, you, you designed me like a fashion designer. Exactly. It's like, it's like if you get your pants tailored, you can't just do like the waist and not trim up like the butt or something. You know what I mean? Because it's all part of the same thing. All right. So let's let's play sort of a game. Let's say there's a girl. Her name's Stephanie and she's in Minnesota and she wants to get this done. Walk me through exactly what it looks like to get this done from what pain medicine you're giving her to the laughing gas to when she gets there mm -hmm. to how long she's on the table, all the things. She would come into the office for her. Do you want to go to the consult? We could start with the consult. Sure. Start with the consult. So let's say she finds out about us and she goes to our website, airscope.com. Okay. So she goes to airscope.com. She wants a virtual because she lives two hours away from Minneapolis and she doesn't want to drive in. Which I did virtual with yeah, you. Yeah, you did. Yes. Yeah. So she does a virtual. She does a FaceTime with her doctor and with our patient care coordinator. And we decide you're healthy. You're a good candidate. The area that you want done makes sense. We tell you what you can and what you can't expect and what we can and what we can't achieve. And the key to all aesthetic surgery is under promise and over deliver. And so we're comfortable with that. And then like her procedures, let's say a week later. So she comes in, she gets some pictures taken of the area. 
We mark the area with our special markings. Of course, she like meets her doctor, goes over her whole health history and all that stuff. Every consult I do, I make sure I pinch the area with the patient in the mirror because our motto is if you can pinch it, we can take it. And if you can't pinch it, we can't take it. And what, what qualifies as a pinch? Like, well, an, like an inch? Oh, oh, anything. I mean, I've done people that are major celebrities before they go in a movie or a series or they're going to be naked where it's like, most people would think it's absolutely ridiculous where it's like a half an inch on a very skinny person can make a really big difference where, you know, it's just, it's all relative. It's all proportional. If you're a large person, you know, then obviously you need more fat out to make a big difference. But in a small person, like I've done people that are a hundred pounds, I've done people that are 400 pounds. It's not the same thing. And you mentioned, I know you're going to keep going with this, but you mentioned to check if they're a candidate, who would be, who would not be a candidate? Well, people who don't have fat, which we see all the time, sometimes what you can pinch is just loose skin. If fat feels like soft rubber, it doesn't feel like cotton. If you pinch and it feels like cotton, it's probably loose skin. We're not skin, you know, we're not skin sculpt. So, you know, it's not, loose skin is not, we're not the answer for loose skin. We can tighten your skin if you have fat underneath it, and we do. But if you just have loose skin, it's a different problem with different solutions. But anyway, if you have certain medical problems, let, let's say you're missing a kidney, we would probably say not the right thing for you. Let's say you just had a heart attack like a month ago, not the right thing for you. What if you just had a baby? How long? Great question. We get that every day. So if you had a baby, a normal delivery, normal vaginal birth, three months, as long as you're not breastfeeding. If it's a C-section, you have to wait six months. And again, as long as you're not breastfeeding. You can't breastfeed and do this because we give you medicines that you don't want to get into the breast milk. Okay, so go on with the procedure. Okay, so then after she's marked, she would get medication, just like you got medicine that would help you relax. Okay, but I like the amount of medicine to be between two and three glasses of rosé, depending on the person. I wanted three. Yeah, so you got three. <laughs> Depends what season you catch me yeah. Sometimes that's not going to get the job done. Sometimes it's going to set me over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really just depends. So, so we got her happy. We got the music going. We get you in the room. You get to meet the nurses. Everyone starts talking. We have a really fun vibe. And then we start the procedure. We start the procedure with the jet injector. So you feel what feels like, I don't know how you would describe it. Like it's just like, a little bump on your arm or something or whatever area It's like we're a little flick of a rubber band, but not a hard flick. It's just like a light flick of a rubber band. Honestly, I mean, I didn't even feel it when you just did and it to me it, here. Also, you guys are very like efficient about it. So it's not like you're like doing it and then taking a minute. You're, 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 it's when you're in it, you're in it. That's yeah. what it, it felt like. It's like, mm -hmm. and it's over quick. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's super quick. Then we use this to make the tiny hole that we use to do everything through. Then we put numbing fluid into the fat, into the problem area fat. That also helps prevent bruising and bleeding. So if you remember looking in your fat canister, there was there was basically like a teaspoon of blood. That's yeah, I, I don't remember being like... It was all yellow, not red. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the fat canister was a lot. I, I mean, know. You got, I was like, whoa. I know. I, by the way, you, you guys said this. I don't know if this is true, that I was one of the only patients you've ever seen close your eyes the entire time except you, if you get that. You are the only patient in all the thousands of patients I've treated that kept their eyes closed the entire time. I don't want to see anything. Yeah. I don't want, I'm too scared. I, I would throw up. I would faint. I just didn't even open my eyes. She can't even give blood. No, really? she can't give, oh, no. She can't give, no, no, I can't even get my finger pricked. You had a bunch of work done and like you were 
you were a gem. Like I actually had a blast hanging out with you. It was really fun. You, had, you had your eyes closed, but that's my okay. eyes were closed. But we were listening to Bossa Nova, which uh-huh. is so funny we because like you it. never told me. You told me that no one else asked for that either. No. Yeah. And you play. I do the trumpet. No saxophone. Saxophone. Yeah. And you play Bossa Nova. I do. How yeah. full circle is that? It's so weird, and and that's I find it perfect surgical music. It's relaxing, but at the same time, not like puts you to sleep. Relaxing. Okay, so sense, what is the person feeling like on the table when you're really in it? Well, you why don't you tell them? I felt like I had four glasses of wine, but also it. If you ask someone a question on the table, I feel like they're gonna give you the answer. It's it's like kind of like a like a a truth serum. I can't explain it. Like it's <laughs> oh, like, good. Whatever you're using, send it to my. I need I need some of that. It's like you're a bottle of wine deep, and you're like gonna you 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 could ask the person anything. That's the most fun part about the procedure <laughs> for me because like technically it's super easy for me now, but like I love having these frank conversations about life. It's not only about the patient. Like the nurses talk about their life. The doctor talk. It's like. It's really like it's really like going out for drinks with friends. And the nurses make you feel so comfortable. It was really nice to have both the nurses there. They were unbelievable and they make everything feel really seamless. And it feels like if for me, it felt like the doctor you was very concentrated on what you were doing and the nurses were there to seamlessly make sure everything was moving along. It's a good team. Yeah, it's a team. It's a team sport for sure. Okay, so when the person's done. I mean, I can talk about my experience, but you also, Please do. Yeah. I, I got up, they put garments on me. I was still, it's, it, I was still kind of drunk. I would say mm-hmm. Michael picked me up. I remember kind of the car ride home. And when I got home, I laid in bed. I had to sit upright mm-hmm. for everything because you're to drain. Right. For chin. Yeah. And honestly, like I was up walking the beach the next day. Did, it, did you go to dinner that night or we, did you get re- room so service? So she was tired. So she just slept. And then I was like, oh, so we just got room service. But the next day we went to the beach and then we went across the street to the mall and had lunch. And then we got on a plane and went home. Awesome. And the, I would say the worst part about the whole thing. What do you think I'm going to say? It's random. Probably the garment. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I want to make the garment better. Can you? Do, you need to do a branded it. garment. I want to because this digs I right know, here. I know. I actually ended up buying these. Um, I'm gonna send you guys the link. They're like they're like hearts for breastfeeding. They're soft pads, and I took the hearts for breastfeeding and put it underneath anywhere mm-hmm. the garment was digging, and that really helped. The garments were the worst part. The hard part is that every every body's different. Like if you go to one brand down the street here and try on whatever size you are, it it might fit great. It might not fit at all. And that's that's the problem with garments. Everyone's body is so different. That's why technologies that use like a panel or something like that, if it's not fully custom to your body, I don't know what anybody's doing because everybody's body's completely different. You should do like an air sculpt garment that is like a corset so the person can adjust it. Do you know what I mean? Because the problem is you can't adjust it. That For that to be the worst part, though, Yeah. I didn't mind the head garment at all. I, <laughs> I know. I mean, I, <laughs> she's I, doing full I, no I one's worn it longer than you. <laughs> yeah. I, I think still she still wear it to bed sometimes. It's it, because it takes any swelling or fluid or anything out of the face. And honestly, like I wore it and I was talking to people like at, at the stores and the restaurants and people were asking. And I, awesome. We've I, done I, interviews in the studios with other guests and she's wearing that. And the, oh, you know, the guest like, has no idea. But also like my thing is, is, if I got it, I chose to get a procedure. I don't mind talking about it. I don't care. Like, yeah. I just don't care. And and honestly, I think a lot of people don't care either. I didn't get any mean DMs. Everyone was super supportive. I think people care in a positive way because they respect as, you know, a person of influence 
who's just be keeping it real. You know, I think that's, I think that's where we are now as a society. It's like basically anyone, almost everyone after like high school has something done. It might be filler. It might be Botox. It could be anything, right? It might be that like they had their ears pinned back when they were a teenager. It's so commonplace. It's not taboo at all. Let's just be honest about it because we can help each other and say, hey, I got this procedure and went really well, or I got this other procedure and it didn't go well. You know what I mean? Like it didn't work, did work. I mean, why don't we just have an honest conversation about it? Yeah, How think- many celebrities and influencers are lying? <laughs> <laughs> 90%. Well, I've seen a lot of people who say they never had anything done that 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 have definitely had something done. They're like, wait a minute, I just saw you last week. Yeah, like, I mean, that's super, or they say they did something like very, very minor, you know? Yeah, I think like... I, Not that AirSculpt isn't minor. I consider it super minor. If you can fly to Miami, get it done, spend the night in a hotel and leave the next day, that's pretty, it's pretty minor, especially for the amount of result you get you got a dramatic result and you're not even done healing you have six more weeks of shrinking to go before you get your full result i'm going to ask you rapid fire questions from the audience (laughs) five the first question is and i think this is going to be hard to answer how much is it because it's per area let's let's talk about pricing for a second pricing goes by the more time what you want takes in the procedure room the more it costs that's it that's why we don't have a price for a particular thing we have like Certain areas have like starting prices, you know, where it's like, it's this much or more. It really just depends on how much fat do you have and how many areas do you need treated. We can only do about four or five areas in one day. If someone wants more than that, then they come back the next week or the next month, whenever they want to come back and do the rest. Is it best to wait to do this until you're finished having babies? I get that a lot. Yeah, I think that that's a question I saw a lot too. It really depends I get it so much. It really depends on the person because a lot of patients have a problem area that they had before they had kids and it got worse. And being pregnant can really hurt your self-esteem when you're, you know, you take great care of yourself. You're on the Peloton every day. You know, you're six months pregnant. You're not looking like yourself. If your problem area has blown up, right, it's not going to make you feel better about life. So if it's a problem area that's been a problem area, then I recommend just getting it done between kids. And because you're going to be happier, like there's no reason to wait. But if you're like, geez, I gained weight. I had one baby. I'm planning on having another baby soon. I think it's better to wait until, you know, let's say you're going to have two babies. Then we do a mommy makeover, you know, and if you need it, you can. I don't want to do things that people don't need. There also is something that you were telling me, and again, I don't know much about this because we did not do this, but can't you take the fat out of an area and put it somewhere else Yeah, in like while you're awake too? Oh, completely awake. Just like what you had. We do that every single day all over America and Canada. It's just called a fat transfer. We have our special way of doing it. Again, while you're awake, no needle, no scalpel, no stitches, not even syringes, no syringes. We basically pump it out of one area into a sterile container and then pump it into the area you want. We do a lot of breast filling with it. Like a, it's called an upper cup where we bring you up a cup size naturally with your own fat. Most of a breast is already fat. We just add your problem area fat, which wants to grow to your breast. We also do it to the butt, which some people call a BBL. And then we invented a new procedure called a hip flip. Everybody wanted to look like Kylie Jenner with like a very voluptuous, curvy violin shaped body. What's funny about that is That's not a butt that sticks out. 
that's more of a small waist and broad hips. So we started taking waist fat out. This is what we call the hip flip. You take waist fat out and you add it to what some people call a hip dip. You know what a hip dip is, right? Yes, of course. So you probably talked about that on your podcast before. It's a major thing. It's a real thing where you have like a love handle, you have a dent, and then you have a saddleback, right? So what we do is we take out the mountain, the love handle, and fill the canyon, which is the hip dip, with your fat. And it's beautiful. Like, look at the pictures. I mean, it's they're some of our prettiest before and after pictures. Don't make me want to come back. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be like, hey, can I do this again? It was so easy that I could see how people would be like, eh, that sounds kind of fun. Book a flight to Miami. <laughs> Listen, I don't mind going to Miami. I, I love going out there. I love it, too. So you did look at Michael's chin and his jaw. And he's you, a no-go. He's a no-go. No-go. You no. looked at me, though, and we talked about this off-air, and I just would love for you to give me, like, a consultation on-air. You I said wanna, I still am swollen a little okay, bit. Okay, I want to see what you look like. So okay. first of all, like, okay, I see swelling. You see how it's, like, kind of, like, a little bit, I don't know how to explain it, irregular right here? I only see it on your right side, but not your But don't left. forget, that's where my jaw surgery scar okay. is. So on the right side. Oh, okay. That's right. I you, forgot. Yeah. So that's that little. It's still, it's, that's where you're going to have the longest healing time. Yeah. It's only been six weeks. Right. Right. It's, it's like, I need to wait another month. I, I, yeah. Another six weeks and it'll be like just smooth as silk. So I'm not like, your result is, is actually better than what I expected or hoped for at this juncture. Like you're still swollen legitimately. Okay, I bet there's places you can feel here that feel like gummy bear under your skin, like a little bit like rubbery or hard. That's normal. That's a pocket of swelling and you're supposed to have it. But it is crazy how... Your jawline looks gorgeous though. It almost feels like phantom fat is gone. Has anyone ever told you that? Like the, the fat that you took from my arm and my waist and underneath my chin, it feels like, like I, it, it feels like I had like a phantom fat like you feel like gone. it should still be there yeah it's so crazy. i hear that a lot it's yeah cr- it's crazy yeah. like it's 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 wild to me how the skin is so tight yeah and the fat is gone i get skin so tight under the chin that some patients actually have to like stretch their neck skin i, out. I had to i yeah. you know what i had to do i had to kiss the sky yeah yeah i talked smart. to my friend who by the way is amazing you guys should collaborate her her name on instagram is at after the cut Okay. And she, her whole business is dedicated to helping patients after any kind of procedure or surgery get better. And I talked to her and she's like, you want to, with this procedure, you want to kiss the sky. And because it was so tight, like mm-hmm. not in a bad way, it was just tight. Like you felt, felt like you like took a cord, like a corset yeah. and pulled it. Yeah. And, and that's how it's supposed to be. And sometimes that happens with people's arms too. And I tell them to like raise their hand, like they'd have to ask a question in class. Yeah, it happens under the armpit. You get mm-hmm. tight, but it the tightness does go away after you're moving and stuff. Yeah, it's and just from swelling. I kind of like the tightness though, because it's like it just feels very, very tight. And I can see what you're saying about liposuction, how the skin can get oh lumpy and just stagnant. go to the beach in Miami. You could see why liposuction should be a thing of the past. <laughs> so, what kind of pushback do you get from other doctors because you're so outspoken about lipo? Honestly, I'm really happy to say that. A really huge influencer in plastic surgery who's very, very well known and has written a million articles and stuff like that on body contouring. He just joined Elite and I was doing the training with him and he did a bunch of cases with me. And he said that 
in his whole career, he's never been able to get better results. He said he was skeptical about it because he didn't know what it was. A lot of people, you could talk about Airsculpt all you want, but if you've never done it or had it, you have no idea what it is, right? That's what happened to me. When right. Stephanie and your team reached out to me, You're like, what's this? I was like, what is this? And then I, I talked to your team and I was like, wow, this sounds really interesting. I'm also someone who is open to trying all different kinds of things. And I thought, you know what? I just had a baby. I'm feeling puffy. I think this is great to just try out. And I had the best experience. Like I have told everyone about this. I can't you weren't even up. planning on doing your chin. I wasn't planning on doing my chin. I actually went in for my arms. And uh -huh. my thing is like, if I'm going to do it, like, let's fucking do it. You yeah, know? Well, I let's agree. Let's do it. No, that's how I mean, I, I you talked about it. And I'm like, I really want to do it because I know I could hit this out of the park. You hit it out of the park. I'm, I can tell in photos already. It's been like you said, six weeks. It's still going to be way better. Same with your arms. Like I don't you're wearing a jacket, so I don't even know what your arms look like. But. I'm going to show you my arms after it. I okay. mean, I'm going to I'll just strip in Dear Media office. Listen, but you notice the difference. HR's in the L.A. office <laughs> for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Holly. Don't listen to this. So if someone decides that they want to book this, what uh -huh. is what is the process? Do they can they just go online? What if they want to book with you? Is Are there other doctors that are just like you? Talk about because it's not just you who's doing. This. No, no. We have over 70 surgeons. So we have 22 locations. We're adding five more this year. So we're adding even more surgeons. All of the surgeons are either trained by me or trained by a surgeon trainer that I trained. So everyone is doing the same thing in the same way. I do. I really only do procedures like for special situations or else I'd be operating. I wouldn't be able to run the company. We have a huge company. We're a publicly traded company. Like I can't do it all. So, so how often are you actually operating? It depends. It depends on what we have going on. Like if we're doing PR celebrities, I have a lot of clientele from the Middle East that like I've known for a long time and their family, I'll do them. Like I'm sure that's interesting. Yeah. You could write a book. Oh, I mean, you can't write I a wouldn't. book. But you could I wouldn't. Write a book. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to pull a Harry. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But, Is that what they're calling it there? No? <laughs> I don't that's know. Pretty, that's pretty good. <laughs> I would, you know, I'll do I'll do people that, you know, for, for one reason or another, you know. But if someone wants to book, they have so many ways to do it. They could just call whatever office they want to go to. The numbers are on. You know, you could just Google whatever office you want. You could go to the airscope.com, which I'm really excited to say we're about to roll out a brand new website that's so on brand and so beautiful. And thank you, Stephanie, because like it's like what I always wanted, but didn't know how to achieve without Stephanie. And it's going to be a beautiful experience. It works a lot better. It's really artistic, which is what I want because this is art. No one's sick. Why do you think that celebrities and influencers are? So nervous to out themselves. I, I don't even think it's just celebrities and influencers. I think it's okay. Everybody. Most people. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think that people are so nervous? I think it's just old taboo, and I think that culture is catching up. It, this used to be an exotic, weird thing, and it used to not go well. I think it's something's taboo when it doesn't really work that well. Like facelifts were really taboo when people started doing facelifts because you could die, right? You could end up looking like you're in a wind tunnel for the rest of your life, blah, blah, blah. So it's not something you really want to confess that it's like, hey, I did something super risque, right? But this is this is like part of normal life now. Like it used to be that it was taboo to have your teeth whitened. No one talked about tooth whitening. Now it's like they sell tooth whitening at a at the airport vending machine. Like 
it's normal life. And body contouring is there now with Airsculpt. It's not a big deal. I have a theory. Same thing with getting your breasts done. That was big taboo back when it first came. I got my breasts done when I was 19 and screamed it from the rooftop. Yeah, I know. I remember the whole, I, I remember the school was in an uproar. Yeah. Well, you know. I was there. I was like, Lauren, come over here. Talk to me. Let me see him and I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have this theory that I think that there is also an element that people want a superiority complex. And what I mean by that is they want to be like, I'm all natural with this face pulled back and no fat in my arms and no fat in my jaw. And you can't get this because I don't want you to be at my level. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, Sorry, I do. I think I don't I know what the right word is. A competitive element about it, a beauty competition element. And they want people to think they're naturally yeah. woke up like this and that no one can look like them besides them. Well, there's also the other group that and this is on the other end of the spectrum, that is the people that believe in being all natural and natural beauty. And, all the, and, and again, to each his own. How do you define all natural? But like, then are those, you all natural if you use Crest White Strips? But you know, there's those, like I see people write in, especially when Lauren shares, like, like you're such a bad influence to women. How could you tell people this? And then it's like, well, like I did a post one day and I was talking about all these different kinds of supplements and wellness routines I do. And then somebody got mad saying, hey, this is not relatable. I said, well, you want me to tell you the truth? You want me to say I'm just drinking lemon water, right? Yeah. And I, so I, I, I see, I think the problem is, is there's two camps. There's the camp that is for these procedures and then won't talk about them. And then there's the camp that demonizes these procedures and won't get them. Right. I think it, just like anything else in life, like I think it's better to just talk about what is than pretend what is, is not. It's so sure. much easier. It's real life. It's like, it's everyday life. Do? Hide the compression wear for two weeks and like uh. lie to my family. It's just like, just, be honest. Yeah. Well, because what, I, what's so hard about that? I don't know. I, I don't get it. I know. And like, whether people want to admit this or not, if you, if there's someone like my wife on a platform and it doesn't even have to be Lauren, but someone like her, there are certain people that look to, to them and say, okay, like I'm going to model parts of my life off of how they behave or off of what they do. And I think it's a disservice if you are on a platform like that to then lie or not be honest because people model in the wrong yeah. way then, right? They yeah, go, you're, they, you're negatively influencing people yeah, they, in a way instead of positively influencing. Yes, they may see Lauren did this thing and I think it's liposuction and then I'm going to go get liposuction when it That's was really this air thing. Scope. Yeah. If, if she was dishonest, right? She had a jaw surgery. It left her with some area under her jaw that made her uncomfortable. It bothered her. She's on camera like every day, right? And- I heard her and I saw the look in her eyes when she talked about it. I'm like, we have to fix this. And now I I hope that you'll be a happier person that's more comfortable in your own skin. And that's the goal of everything I do. I also think too, you can be a multifaceted person and like these things. I think there's been like this stereotype that because you're into beauty, you can't also, you know, be an entrepreneur or or be a badass businesswoman or a mother or a wife. Like you don't you don't need to just put someone in a box just because they like beauty procedures. Uh, obviously not. And you know we do a ton of men, a ton of men. I mean, every day we're doing a bunch of guys. Like guys are very interested in this. It's more you know now that we're all on camera every day in one way or another, people care about how they look. There's nothing wrong with that. What what's wrong with actually taking pride in your appearance? You know? I, I think next that, time I come back from Miami, everyone's going to be like, who's this new guy on the, on the camera? <laughs> I think that there's nothing wrong with being the best version of yourself in every area. Yeah. I, I work my body out. I'm, I practice mindfulness. I try to constantly challenge myself mentally. Why can't I also have a fucking snatched jawline with a tight arm? Yeah. It's like, is going to the gym natural? 
because this is just part of self-care and maintenance, in my opinion, you know, just like going to the gym. Yep. No, I always like when people talk about going to the gym and it's like, if I just called you out of nouveau on a Sunday, I was like, hey, I need you to come help me move a bunch of furniture around and couches. You'd be like, <laughs> I guess that's you? natural. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? But, yeah. like, but then if you're like, hey, do you want to go into the gym and just throw a bunch of random weights around? Yeah. Like, yeah, let's do that instead, yeah, right? You're right. That's but it's funny. the same. It's the same. It's thing. The same While thing. I have you, I have to pick on some areas that I think are not talked about enough. You told me when you were doing the procedure that a lot of people come in for FUPA area. Yeah, we do a lot of FUPA. Okay, sure. talk about that because I think that's a taboo area. It is a taboo area. You're absolutely right. And it's a good FUPA thing to talk the about. the actual medical term? What What's the actual medical term? Well, you could say it, medically it's called the mons veneris or the mons. So you could call it air sculpt of the mons, but FUPA stands for fat upper pubic area oh, was, there's two oh, other p words well, good, good, good thing you corrected me yeah Lauren, don't talk like that that's vulgar on the show all right Lauren, it's, it's not your vagina well, we, though it's on the top of the we vagina. do it a lot to men too yeah Michael, shut penis, up. Area. penis area okay yeah because right. it makes guys look bigger oh look at that <laughs> yeah so there's a line out the door for air school we do more male fupas than female fupas to tell you the truth just when you get cocky, surprise, Listen, you're booking with Dr. Maybe, Rawlings to maybe get I'm your not fat a chin, upper penis area <laughs> Maybe I'm not a chin candidate, but you never know about my fupa. Yeah. You know, Show your knows? dick and let's see. <laughs> that, 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 you can't afford that. <laughs> okay, so so go on. So the fat upper pussy area or penis area, no, or what do you call pubic, it? Pubic, 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 pubic area. Sorry. Okay, so, so what Lauren, is you that? You are canceled, Lauren. What does that look I'll, like? Let's talk about it a little bit. First of all, it's like above your genitalia. Okay, it's a normal part of anatomy and it tends to be a problem area. And what's special about it is it's an area I've found on people. If you've ever gained weight, you've been pregnant, whatever, once it expands, it's not going away. Okay. It's just, it's one of the most classic problem areas. It's very packed with like the fat cells are really packed tight in there. Okay. And I think part of the reason for that is actually to give padding. Okay. It's like meant to be padded, let's say, but once it expands, it's not going away with normal weight loss and exercise. So it's actually a really good area to do. It takes five minutes or less to do. It's not painful. You know, it's super common. Usually when we do a tummy, a lot of times if your tummy has grown and you gained a lot of weight in your abdomen and your waist, your pubic area, no one wants to mention it. They kind of look down and like give you a weird look like, can you do this? And it's like, yeah, we do that every day. A similar area to FUPA is the back of the neck. Some people call it buffalo hump. You don't have it. I checked. Okay. Oh my God. You check. Thank yeah. you so much. I check everybody. <laughs> I do because it's not a good look. You look like you look stooped over. You look like you have bad posture. You look like, like Quasimodo ish. Right. And it's not your fault. It's a, it's a hormonally mediated fat pad. Again, once you gain fat there, it's not going away on its own. And then the tailbone, the tailbone is one of my personal favorite areas because Another five minute area, no one realizes they have fat there. If you have like a bunny tail of fat, like in your tailbone area, and you take that out in five minutes, you have more booty pop and a smaller waist. And what's bad about that? And a lot of models get that done, right? Yeah, that's my classic model area. I think that, and I can I can just say this, I see on a lot of runways that models have this area carved out. And this is a real trick, guys. This skinny confidential him and her podcast. You heard it here first. This is a real trick to get that carved out look in the tailbone that you see. A lot of it's not natural. That's true. So here's my thing. Know what you're dealing with because people are face tuning in real life and they they're are. not being honest. So just know what they're doing. 
I have a question. But this is what I'm saying. There's positive influence and negative influence. And if people aren't being truthful, a lot of this negative influence manifests because they don't have the correct information and they go and get something else done. You're giving people bad body images when everyone thinks like they worship you and they think this is natural and it's not. And they're trying to achieve something that's really not achievable. Like a lot of the things that we can do with Airscope, you couldn't achieve on your own. It's not fair. I agree. It's not fair. So you have to be honest and really tell what's going on. Is there anything that you can do in the face? I think no. Well, I mean, you might say that we did something to your face. Right. Okay. But above the chin and jaw. The reason that we don't do above the chin and jaw, for example, buckle fat, okay, is because as you age, the more fat you have in the face, the better you look. And I never want to do anything to anyone that they would regret later. Everything we do has to age well, right? Your chin will age well. It's going to mean you're not going to have to get a facelift for a longer period of time and blah, blah, blah. Your skin is tighter than it was before. But if you take fat out of the cheeks, and we get requests for that all the time, well, then you get like a Crip Keeper hangdog look. You do not want that. (laughs) Actually, people want fat put in their face. That's why everyone's full of filler. It's like fake fat. I think the buckle fat situation needs to be discussed more because I think it's become more and more popular because a lot of people are getting it done. And I will tell you guys, I've talked to so many doctors behind the scenes about this, you included, Mm -hmm. and it does give you a skeleton gaunt look as you age. Yeah. It's not, in my opinion, preventative. No. At all. No. No. In fact, it's the opposite. Exactly. Well, you're going to regret it later. And by the way, buckle fat removal is nothing new. It's been out. It's been being done for a super long time. But everyone's been lying about it. And now finally, TikTok and Instagram are exposing this. And now people are are running to get it done. I would never do that. Okay, that's that's good to know. I want to know if there's someone who's listening that wants a mommy makeover. Would you ever recommend liposuction in any way? No, no, I wouldn't. Ever. The only time where I recommend someone going under anesthesia to look better is, for example, a tummy tuck. If you need a full tummy tuck, let's say you had two sets of twins and your tummy is like just an empty bag of skin, well, you you need to have skin removed. Let's say you lost 100 pounds. You had like a lap band or whatever, or you just lost 100 pounds on your own. Well, we're not the right thing for you. You need skin removed. You need to go under anesthesia. There's going to be a lot of stitches. It's a big deal. And hey, God bless those people. Here's my question. If someone does get a tummy tuck, you still would not recommend lipo when they're under, correct? Or could they get lipo? Well, you can't really do a tummy tuck without lipo. But what we see a lot, actually, I saw it today. A lot of people get tummy tucks. They're under general, obviously. The important thing is they don't get their waist done because they're like a bag of potatoes. They can't be flipped over the same way that, you know, I can do a patient and get into every nook and cranny. And they get this, what I call SpongeBob SquarePants look because their stomach is super flat, but their waist isn't proportionally flattened or removed. So they have like love handles and a flat stomach and they look square. So we do a ton of people after a tummy tuck. We do their waist, hip area, sometimes tailbone, sometimes upper belly doesn't get done in a tummy tuck. So we take out what I call rib pockets. We do a lot of people after tummy tuck. It's actually one of my favorite cases to do because it's, it's just so easy. It almost sounds like you can really help refine it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you do have a tummy tuck and you're not happy with it, we can we can definitely fix it. Another thing we do is we do something called a tiny tuck in the office where let's say you have a little bit of loose skin from babies or from weight loss, but you have real fat to remove. We can actually remove skin while you're awake in the procedure room 
and you know, just take out, you know, a couple inches of skin, no problem. Wow. Jeez. Three chins. That's three. a new one for the show. No three one chins. has ever given away three chins in the history of the world. Find me someone that's given away three chins. Uh, I'd be hard pressed. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> you can only find this here. Is it chin jawline? What is it exactly? Just well, so it just knows. means like the, the jawline neck area. It's okay. actually not the chin. It's more like the neck and jaw. Okay. So this, we're removing the double chin. Let's say you're removing the double chin. This is the exact procedure that I had. Done. Exactly. So. It's not with Dr. Rawlings. It's with the person in their area. Correct. Okay. They're giving away three chin jawline contouring. So what you have to do is you have to go to airscope.com slash skinny. You enter there and then tell me on my latest Instagram at Lauren Bostic that you entered and make sure you're following at Elite Body Sculpture on Instagram. And then you guys, I mean, this is so incredible. I have to tell you about my chin. It's changed the game for me. I notice it in pictures. I notice it in video. I think it's such a great confidence boost. As Dr. Rawlings said, I had that jaw surgery and it just needed a little bit of refinement. The recovery is so easy. This is such an incredible giveaway. So Airsculpt has an offer just for TSC listeners. So when you book a procedure, you can also get a complimentary area. So guys, you can go in, you can get your arms done, and then you can book a complimentary area. So free FUPA. Free FUPA, free chin, <laughs> free uh, love handles, Free thigh gap, free whatever, three penis or penis area, <laughs> free make your husband's dick look bigger area, free area. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to airsculpt.com slash skinny. And like I said, when you book a procedure, you get a complimentary area. So we got a chin giveaway going on and we also have this complimentary area going on if you book a procedure. Like I said, it's airsculpt.com slash skinny. Make sure you're following at Elite Body Sculpture on Instagram. If people have more questions for you guys, they want to reach out, what's the most efficient, effective way? You could DM us. You could just go to the website and fill out like a little inquiry, or you could just call an office and ask. I have to tell you just in front of you, you have been such a joy to work with your team, Stephanie, the nurses, everyone. I have had the best experience. I've told all my friends, my family, I'm texting housewives, celebrities. A lot of people behind the scenes are messaging me on the side. I'm, I'm, I just love it, and I can tell the results like crazy. Michael's loving it. I'm loving it. You're gonna look a lot better. This I is can't. I mean, I just only a beginning. I, I love it, you guys, and definitely while you're recovering, you got to get the skinny confidential ice roller. I got to show Doctor Rawlings. I want to see it. Yeah, I got to see this. It's the perfect recovery tool because it tightens and snatches the face and keeps things cool. Thank you for coming on. Where can everyone find you and your team? Find us on airscope.com or on Instagram at Elite Body Sculpture. Awesome. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate it. Thanks this has been in. fun. Yeah. You guys, don't forget to enter the giveaway. I'm so excited to see whoever wins. And again, let me know on my latest Instagram questions that you have for me specifically, because I am going to do a solo episode on this. And Dr. Rawlings, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We had the best time excited to do a solo episode for you guys. Stay tuned.